0: Hello and welcome to another episode of K-Botak, the podcast about Korean cinema and K-dramas. I'm John, and on this episode we'll be investigating a creepy statue head and facing folklore terror in small-town South Korea with Monstrous. Monstrous is a six-episode for 30 minutes apiece 2022 K-drama that is available to see on view here in Singapore and parts of Southeast Asia and hopefully we will have a bit more wide availability uh, soon because I think it is a lot of fun. You're through it in about three hours and change. Uh, It's very brief compared to uh, many of the the TV series out there, Um, but it certainly makes uh, the most of that time and uh, has a a lot of really interesting folklore horror uh, and uh, family drama uh, and themes around grief um, and uh, personal loss. Uh, So uh, really thought this was very strong, been looking forward to putting out the episode on it. You've got also uh, a couple of good leads here in the cast um, So firstly, Ku Kyo-hwan um, Who was uh, the v- very funny um, kind of uh, comic relief and sidekick in DP um, Alongside Chung Jae-in He was uh, a bit of a baddie in Escape from Mogadishu He uh, played one of the North Korean uh, diplomats in that movie It's a fun movie He turned up in an episode of Attorney Woo. Uh, in an episode that I thought was uh, actually ill-conceived, one one of the less uh, brilliant episodes of that show. Um, He was in Peninsula, again playing a bit of a baddie, and he was in Kingdom Ashen of the North. Um, Here he plays Chung Kyun, he's uh, the, the main guy, he's the male lead and uh, he's an archaeologist who studies weird uh, and supernatural phenomena uh, that are going on he has uh, a youtube channel and he's uh, trying to get interviews with various people um, basically he's, um, he, he wants to be a bit of a, a ghost hunter um, but uh, he's also the ex-husband of our other character E Sujin, uh, played by Shin Hyun Bin uh, who you'll have seen in Reflection of You a uh, pretty good drama that was on last year that I covered uh, and the amazing film Beasts Clawing at Straws Lee jin is a pattern interpreter and uh, she and um, kyohan uh, or, or rather kyohan's uh, character Kyun when they uh, were married uh, endured a, a terrible tragedy that comes to light uh, through... Uh, through the course of the show. The series uh, streamed on April 29th uh, this year on Tving. Like I say, hopefully it's going to be making its way around some other streaming services soon. And it was written by Yon Sang-ho, he of Train to Busan, Hellbound. And uh, he has uh, appeared as a writer on other projects recently on The Cursed and on The Cursed Dead Man's Prey. Which was the film version? The film I thought was pretty okay, uh, a good, uh, fun action horror film. The cursed uh, drama I uh, could not get through. I I didn't like the the pacing and the characters really very much, and I, I still found several of the characters quite weak in the film. So <clears throat> I was a bit um, uh, I was a bit cautious about this, but I think this is much much better. Um, this is uh, much more typical of what you'd expect from Yoon Sang Ho. Uh, it also has much more personal themes than he usually um, he usually approaches. so I think uh, it, if you've enjoyed his stuff, it, it's another recommendation. He's dabbling in uh, horror and, uh, and and the kind of the thriller genre as usual, uh, but more on the folklore side, which perhaps we haven't seen uh, as much from him as he's usually into zombies and then hellbound uh, was more of a kind of an apocalyptic um, angels and demons type story. This K drama was invited to Cannes. Uh, they showed some of the episodes there. I think that's a really interesting pattern that uh, we're seeing um, with some Korean TV series uh, being shown at festivals. The quality of them is so high, so uh, why not? And uh, I'm not sure if it happens with other kind of prestige TV, um, but it's a pretty good idea. Um, get uh, yeah, get some some more exposure for them. So first things first this K drama is good and short and i really appreciated that i'm i'm happy that there's lots of shows out there that have hour-long episodes 70 minute episodes and there's you know 16 to 20 of those episodes and there's masses of it um but being able to uh sit down with this while uh, my kid was having a nap and, and be halfway through the entire series um for someone who's kind of time poor uh, that was really fantastic and uh, it, if you also find that you don't have a lot of time to cram in um, quite so much telly then uh, th- this is a good one if you, if you can locate this on streaming services you can get through the whole story and um, and be happy with yourself that you've you've seen the narrative um, and it does wrap up at the end it, it doesn't do the you know increasingly the Netflix thing of um, ending on a, a cliffhanger uh, so I, I think that really works in its favor and uh, it almost could have been, uh, you know, they, they could have put it out as a movie and I think it would have been a hit uh, if it was a movie actually um, but uh, it's, uh, it's come out as a streaming series it's set in uh, Jinyang County an old statue is uncovered um, basically that drives people crazy if they look into its eyes but it doesn't turn them into zombies they just become consumed by their worst memories And this gives you this uh, very brief six-episode horror thriller. Uh, It's really fast-paced all the way through. It's crammed with interesting characters. Um, You've got some Romero-style satirical beats that you expect from Yon Sang-ho. And the first thing that I really liked about this as a, a twist was, in real life, I say in real life, if this happened, how our knowledge of infection movies would work against us. So these people who are crazed they're not actually infected they're not like dead and and risen again or taken over by some parasite they can come back so every act of violence against them uh, is still against a human being so last year uh, happiness uh, a zombie k-drama explored this to uh, really powerful effect um, with people who uh, were infected by this virus but still self-aware still remembered themselves and uh didn't want to be doing these these acts of you know cannibalistic violence and uh, this again is is kind of from the other uh perspective it's it's like if you've spent your life watching all these zombie movies and suddenly you see uh what you know what looks like that happening around you start hitting people with baseball bats and killing them and caving their heads in um you might be doing completely the wrong thing you might just be killing some innocent people uh, who are momentarily um, you know beside themselves so that was a pretty good um, a pretty good uh, twist Uh, it has amazing set pieces that Kick off pretty quickly, so you've got this big fracas that's going on outside the sort of community centre where a lot of the survivors um, board themselves up. It's got lots of different horror references um, that they they kind of chuck in, um, and uh, yeah, it just just looks really really amazing with uh, this kind of f- smoke and fog uh, getting thicker and thicker outside as the as the town um, descends into chaos. Um, one of the the big themes that emerges is how quickly the most violent and brutal can assume command in this situation. So you've got everyone locked inside this community centre. They put the bully in charge. Um, This is a a bully who constantly beats one of the the young lads uh, in the story. Um, And uh, he's put in charge even by the governor, uh, who's also scared of him. And it kind of shows how as as soon as you allow uh, the brutal among us to take control um because they're positing a solution to a threat from one place like uh, this bully is saying i know we have to fight these these people off we have to get rid of them you've seen it on these movies um we have to kill them hit them in the head um and then when he's in charge he starts uh you know kicking uh these other lads and um uh, and hurting other people so you know much like um if you put the violent in charge uh the militarized they only then use that authority to to hurt the innocent as well um it's on the nose but it's it's really good um the governor is a, a particularly weak character it, it's kind of uh Yun's usual attitude um towards the elected I, I feel um he has you know not much a, a not a lot of time uh for weak leaders um and overall it's a, a really tight narrative it focuses on around uh, a day of time and a couple of locations Um, Things are happening very, very quickly. Uh, It doesn't really settle into um, any kind of, you know, like, sweet home when they're all um, trapped in that building and they they had to explore it or happiness when, likewise, they're they're in lockdown. Um, This is one group of survivors and uh, a couple of uh, other uh, groups of characters that are converging on them. Um, There is a very cheeky Hitchcock pastiche. Um, in uh, one of the episodes with a a group of birds. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, Seeing that kind of um, Hitchcock, you know, know, birds set piece with these production values was nice. Um, There's also uh, some really good misty scenes um, in the town. There's a a scene where they're trying to get onto a bus and people are kind of running out of the mist, taking people out of the line. It's very good. It's almost like um, they sat down and, and really... Um, watched a load of movies and, and uh, horror films together and came up with some really fantastic um, set pieces basically and, and kind of you know storyboarded um, just some ideas that would look really really cool um, which I appreciate because I, I like uh, you know I, I like a cool looking um, uh, moment basically in a in a film it's uh, helped it to stick with me in terms of tone I would say there's a lot of death In this, a lot of side characters die, a lot of people are badly hurt, it does have gore. Um, There's a scene that I think is intended to be quite darkly hilarious um, that kills off a a lot of characters in one go. The show really has no chill, um, and I feel it's not so much mean-spirited as just completely pitiless. Um, Again, a bit like Hellbound and Train to Busan. Um, I mean, you'll remember scenes in Hellbound, especially in the first half of that show um, where, no spoilers but some of the things that happen to characters that you think might be saved and, and then you see them just absolutely ripped to pieces um, are uh, really quite shocking and uh, I think you're, you're seeing that side of Yon Sung-ho here as well, even though he's not directing this, he's, he's writing um, and Train to Busan, uh, as we know your, your cast of characters gets really whittled down um, very quickly in that movie But um, at the end of the day, like all good horror, uh, this isn't really about um, a monster or a curse. Uh, It's about something deeper. This show is about grief and anger. Uh, What's happening to these these people is that they, you know, once they've been driven a bit crazy, they start just reliving their worst um, memories or impulses or the things that they fear uh, just totally control them. Um, if you've ever had a an experience where something so you know bad has either happened or that that you've thought of and it it just um, brings your mood through the floor completely it's it's almost like it's like that to the the nth degree Um, and it's kind of how it's about how grief and anger can overwhelm you and uh, that connects to what has happened to your your two characters um and what I found with this show is that the parts that were hardest to watch weren't the scenes of um, peril and tension and the chases or the gore or the horror and the suspense. Um, it's uh, it, it's actually the the saddest parts. Um, like the end of this this series isn't isn't the scariest, bit it's the saddest bit. It's a real knife in your heart, and uh, that takes me back to a lot of my favourite horror, um, like uh, like Shutter and and classic Thai movies where it's really about something dreadful that has happened to some characters and, and this is a little bit of a different spin on it um, but I thought really strong for that reason uh, it's uh, it's not just about a monster um, or a, a bunch of monsters for a Yon Sang-ho joint I think this is the most personal he's got Um, maybe this is coming from a a, a co-writer because I thought even the parentage stuff in Hellbound was more from the perspective of these big weighty questions um, about, you know, innocence and original sin and stuff like that and that that was very big, grandiose uh, paintbrush strokes in, in that show whereas this has a lot of just like pure personal intimate but vast sadness that's just completely inconsolable i found it very affecting um so i think this the show is well written it's really well made um like i say easy to get through you you, you can munch through this in an afternoon um and uh have had a, a a good time with it if you've been enjoying some of the recent horror output of south korea um, as I have from some of these atmospheric films like Savaha to uh, rip-roaring thrillers like Your, your Kingdom and Alive um, this is a, like a good shot of a mix of those elements um, and like I say, I hope this is going to be um, more widely available and um, Uh, for another reason, just so more people can see these two actors Ku kyo Huan and Shin Hyun-bin as leads because um, they're very very strong, Um, both of them very promising I think and uh, would like to see them do more, especially Ku kyo Huan is often like um, a side character or a baddie and uh, I think he's very good as a kind of a complicated protagonist, Um, a a not quite anti-hero. Recommended There are lots of other episodes of Kbotak, you can check out. I've um, recently been trying to keep on top of the uh, amazing amount of stuff coming out of uh, South Korean entertainment this year, from shows like Extraordinary Attorney Woo to films like uh, The Amazing Decision to Leave, um, and the, uh, the the pretty under- entertaining uh, blockbuster Emergency Declaration. You can check those episodes out. Um, you can also uh, follow the show on at Kbotak Pod. That's at K B O. T-A-K-P-O-D, on Twitter and Instagram. Retweets and shares are much appreciated. And best of all, if you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Cheers.